live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions from Nashville, Tennessee. This is The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your money, your life, your work, your marriage, everything. I'm John Deloney, joined here by my best friend, George Camel, and we are taking your calls. 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. The call is free, and that's about the value of the advice it's we're It's priceless, we're John. Priceless. That's what it is, yeah. I love it. All right, let's go to Glenn in Macon, Georgia. What's up, Glenn? Hey, what's going on, guys? First time caller here. All right. We sound like first time <laughs> first time yeah, radio hosts. So what's up? Sure. Yeah. So uh, I have a question. So I, I just I, I discovered um, the baby steps, uh, you know, like literally a week ago, and I'm you know all hands in. My wife is as well. Welcome to the, hey, welcome to our gang, man. Stuff. Welcome to the gang. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so I have a, a, a situation that I wanted advice on. So uh, first and foremost, a little background on myself: I'm active duty military, um, and I'm going to be leaving in in a couple in about six months to go overseas and tour for a year being away from my from my uh family i have about forty five thousand dollars in debt right now the biggest one being uh, our car loan now the issue with that is is that when i first i was originally stationed in england for a number of years and i came back uh stateside when i came back my credit was terrible and we ended up getting this car it was at the end of the day a bad deal but we had the car for a number of years and then all of a sudden the uh the engine goes out and when we took it back to the dealership and they basically put us in a new car we carried over the negative the the negative equity on, uh, on the car um so now i'm basically i started off the the loan starting off paying thirty seven thousand dollars on a car that's valued pretty much at twenty one thousand even brand new and i want to know what should i do with that car, should I sell it? Should I try and go for something cheaper? Should I keep going with it since it is such a reliable car? And again, I'm not going to be here, um, and my wife is going to be the main one using it. Does she have another car to get around? Uh, no. Okay, so if you sell this thing, if if you were to go take out a loan for the difference, sell this thing, and clear everything, you're going to have that loan note of the gap, plus you'd have to go get another car too? Exactly. Do you have any cash? I don't. Like I said, we are in step one, and, you know, yeah, we were in, in heavy, heavy debt. What kind of car is this? Tell me it's incredible. It's it's not incredible. I mean, it's a good car. It's a, a 2021 Kia Forte. Okay. We got it back at the end of 2019. Um, again, it's very, very reliable. We have no issues with it. Uh, my, love, my, my wife loves it. But if we need to make the tough, tough decision to, you know, sell it or give it back or whatever to go into a cheaper car, we will. That's right. So what's the loan amount currently? Uh, right now, I have uh, about 30000 left to pay on it. Okay. And you're saying it's worth twenty one? Yeah, according to Kelly Blue Book. Okay. I'm going to do some homework on that and go check every single car website, Carvana, Vroom, whatever they are, dealerships, Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, and see if you can get closer to 30 for it so that there's less of a gap. Okay. And when you when did you say you're getting deployed? Uh, January. January. Okay, so we have from now until then to save up as much cash as possible, work as hard as possible, get side jobs. What is your household income? Yeah. So I'm renting right now. Uh, right now, uh, my apartment I, I rent at 1085. But this month, uh, the end of this month, our lease is up, and um, they've already hit us with 
uh, our rent is about to go up due to how the market's doing. So we're going from ten eighty five ten eighty five to about fifteen hundred bucks. Oh, what what's your what's yeah, your take home? What's your salary? You and your wife combined. Uh, so I'm the only one working right now. My wife is a student. Um, uh, due to the fact that she's European, so a lot of the places because she's still going through the US USCIS process, a lot of the places aren't gonna. Yeah, like they'll hire her, but at the same time, because we can't uh, update her or renew her her visa or anything until the month of her expiration. You know, they they, they see her as unreliable. So just they, they don't I, I, hey, can I just say, dude, I'm so sorry that you have to go through that. I've I worked with students so much, extraordinary, brilliant, wonderful students, also trying to earn money to eat with while they were being students here, and it's yep. such a maddening, insane process. And then it you is. top it off, you've got somebody who's dedicated his life to serving our God, just dude. On behalf of you, know that I know that's wrong too. Okay, and it makes me mad too. That's not going to help you do anything. But golly, it's ridiculous, man. So frustrating. Can she get a job on campus? That's been the only way around it that so, I've seen. So, so with her, it, it was she. She's she's the real trooper in the family uh, because when she's uh, she's from Spain, um, and. You know, she had already had uh, done all her high. She was already in college in Spain when we met. Mm-hmm. When she came over here to the States with me after, you know, we got married and had our daughter, uh, her college credits wouldn't transfer right. over here. And the process to even transfer them, it's like the amount of money that we have to pay is enormous. Um, hey, hold, so hold on, hold on. She started up. I, I want you to yeah. check with a couple of schools on that. Is she? Okay. Are, are y'all too far down the road? Yeah, I, well, like I said, um, so my wife ended up uh, starting from square one and uh, earning, again, her American high school degree here, and she's about to be done with everything in order to enter school over here because, again, the military at least pays for all that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, she started from square one, did high school all over again in the languages she's not used to, and yeah. she speaks five languages, so it's just like, wow. wow, all this wasted potential for so long just because she didn't have the correct credits. Yep. Okay, Glenn, what's the other 15 in debt? You said you have 30 on the car loan. What else? Yep. Uh, one loan that I'm almost done paying off, of, uh, an unsecured loan, and the rest is in credit cards. Okay. And you didn't tell me your income. What is that? T- what's your take-home pay every month? Uh, about four thousand. Okay. Can you see if there's other apartments that will rent to you for closer to what you were paying? I could try, but again, it's gonna like you know, with me moving so soon, I'm I'm not even sure if it's gonna be worth it at the moment. Where's she and gonna live? The reason we she's gonna stay stay here in the same in the same apartment that I'm at because you know, as soon as I'm done with this tour. This one you talk, we're going to be moving to someplace completely different. Where the military is going to be sending me, I have no idea yet. Can she roll into base? I know it's not ideal, but you can save you a whole bunch of money while you're gone, and it give her some community yeah, too. Yeah, we can. That that is that is an idea. The only thing that we're afraid of is taking our daughter out of a school system that she's really thriving in. Yeah, that's fair. And if there's not, if I mean, I, I get that. Um, man, I'd love to see y'all knock this debt out, though. 
Yeah, I know. Right now, I'm, even for the next six months, I'm looking to picking up, like I've heard you guys say, and some of the other shows, you know, pick up a secondary job, some delivering pizzas. If you I might need to, three, man, it. but I'm, right. I'm selling this car. You're going to have to go to your local credit union, take a loan out for the difference, but try to make that gap as short as possible. Stack up as much cash as you can. Get her a car. Clean this mess up before you head out. That's the best thing to do for your family. And thank you so, so much for your yes. service. And America, we've got to get this stuff figured out gotta be able to help these folks get work Mm. we'll be right back i saw some recent financial statistics and there was some pretty troubling news When families were asked how long it would be before they faced financial hardship if a spouse died, nearly one-third said they'd be in trouble immediately. Another 44% said they'd be financially drained within six months. People, it does not have to be this way. Term life insurance plans are just plain cheap, and companies have made it even easier by not requiring exams in many cases. There really is no excuse to leave your family in this situation by not having life insurance. This is why I talk about Xander Insurance every day. They're committed to protecting families with the only products that I recommend. And their team keeps the entire process simple and affordable. Go to Xander.com for quick online pricing or call 800-356-4282. This has to be a priority. If your family is in this situation, you need to get this done. show 888-825-5225. How many times have you found yourself saying one day when thinking about a goal you have, one day I'll be able to buy a house, one day I'll be happy with my career, or one day I won't have to battle with anxiety anymore. Stop waiting around. Whatever your one day is, you have to start now. And that's why we created Smart Conference. Smart Conference is the one day event where we tackle all areas of your life. And let's face it, we could all use that kind of boost right now. You'll hear from the nation's top thought leaders on money, career, mental health, relationships, marriage, leadership. And this event is hitting the road and will be coming to Dallas, Texas on Saturday, October 22nd. Event passes are flying out the door. VIP and platinum passes are already sold out, but you can still get general access passes for 39 bucks. Best-selling authors and world-class speakers include Rachel Cruz, me, Ken Coleman, George Campbell, Christina Ellis, and Dave Ramsey, a whole bunch of folks, man, not to mention our friends and leadership experts from Life Church, Craig and Amy Groeschel. And of course, we've got some big-time surprises. It's an all-day event. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash events to get your passes. All right, let's go to Migdala in Baltimore. What's going on? Hi, thank you for taking my call. Of course. It's Magdalia, right? Magdalia? I knew Magdalia. that. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? I keep, I was thinking about amygdala. I'm sorry. I trolled John, I got to be honest. Before we went on air, I just kept saying amygdala, 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 thinking he would screw it up. And, and I was right. Well done, George. <laughs> there you go. What's your question? But hey, he's How one of my best help? friends, and that's what friends do. So that's what's right. up? <laughs> 
So um, my husband is being extremely insistent on my taking money out of uh, my um, retirement in order to cover um, immediate costs that we have to um, bring income in during the summer, as well as then possibly um, take care of some more debt. Are you guys retired? Uh, uh, no. How old are you two? Um, I'm, I'm actually 60, um, and I've been home. Um, I've been home with the children for the last 10 years. Um, and, um, have just started looking at the possibility of, I've been exploring jobs. I'm working on my resume. Um, and I have lots of experience, so I think I would be able to get a job. Um, and I actually have up until I left work, I was always the higher earner in our family. Um, and I don't want to take money out of my retirement to cover, um, the next couple of months. Um, is this an emergency a, situation? Do you guys not have enough income to cover your bills? That is correct. Wow. What and happened? What happened? We're not on the same page. Um, we, you know, I do the budget and say this is what it is, and we just don't connect. Um, my other hesitancy is um, about four or five years ago, uh, I think about that time, I... Um, agreed that I would pull out a hundred thousand from my retirement to get us completely out of debt, and that lasted about a year, and then we wrecked debt up again. McDowell, um, are, are you you're talking kind of around the situation? Um, mm-hmm. Is your husband out of control with the spending? I believe he is. He doesn't see he is, okay. but I do believe. Because here's what um, here's what I'm hearing. Um, I'm hearing that you are. You are financially secure. You're very, very smart. You make you're very, very wise, and you have an adult that you share life with who's acting like a child when it comes to money. And he's put you all in a position where you're not safe. And you're being very careful to not say that. So I'm saying it. So tell me if I'm wrong or if I'm if I'm right. You are absolutely right. Okay. And I've been very uneasy over the last couple of weeks, thinking there's something going on, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. And I had already decided to give you guys a call. And in today's mail, it looks like he took out $10,000 out last year on his retirement fund that he's paying, but I didn't, I just found out. What is he buying? Because this sounds very much either one of two things. He's really struggling with an addiction or he's seeing somebody else. Well, I found out, oh, just a two years ago that he did have an affair. He broke that off. My thought is that he's doing, um, you know, this Bitcoin and, and things like that, that I don't agree with. And somehow he's going to stretch rich fast. And so that's another issue because I don't believe it works that way. And, um, okay, so you have to work and you have to have a plan. Yes. You are. Okay. Yes. And once again, you are the adult and you're being very, very wise. Um, around here we call this financial infidelity on top of true infidelity and it's very very rare that somebody's just out of control to the tune of the money you're saying and they're just buying i mean they may have like a hoarding issue right and that's very that's rare um this sounds like something else is going on i want you to hear me say you are not safe in this relationship um you're going to end up 
in a major financial mess. And my guess is if you go spelunking and go um, on an, an investigative journey here, you're going to find a lot of junk. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a stop all the presses. Um, we're going to see a marriage counselor before this week is over. If you want to stay in this marriage, this is a scary proposition for you. And I'm, I think there's more to this story than you either want to believe or that you want to say over the radio or you've chosen to not go digging because you're afraid of what you might find. I, I think um, I absolutely believe there's more. I okay. think that everything in me tells me there's more. My priority is um, to protect my children. Correct. Correct. And I think that I think that is very, very wise. Does he have access to your retirement accounts? Absolutely not. Okay. There is a 0% chance, none, zero. Do not take a penny out of a retirement account, okay? For your sake and for your kid's sake, do not do that. Cool? Absolutely. And, you know, um, I, I believe in, you know, Dave Ramsey and what he says. And even though I've been out of work, well, not have been out of work, I've, I've stayed home, um, which I truly believe is a calling from God to take care of my children this way. You don't have to. Hey, you don't have to apologize. You made a choice, and okay. it, it, it's it's a good choice. You did you did you did well by you and your kids. Okay, you're not less than. You didn't do anything. You may have a guy in your house wanting you to go make some more money that he can go blow on whatever the crap he wants to buy, and he may have beat you down with that over the last few years. But good mm-hmm. for you. I'm glad you made a good choice for you and your kids. Um, but your marriage is on very, very thin ice, and you know that, right? Absolutely, I do. Okay, it's time to address that head on because this is this is part of money conversation, but this is a much, much bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Does he, so is he the only one earning income right now? Do you have income outside of his? No, and that's why over the last couple of weeks I started putting the word out. I'm working on a resume um, so that I can actually start um, doing hopefully some part-time work. You've heard the Dave Ramsey um, gazelle intensity? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We okay. Well, this yeah. is gazelle intense about you getting an income. Mm-hmm. Okay. You aren't safe yeah. in the situation you are in. And I'm telling you this because I love you and I'm frustrated that, that somebody has treated you this way. I'm also frustrated that you have you, everything you've told me about your professional life, about your parenting, about you are very, very wise. And for some reason, you've chosen to not listen to yourself on this one. And I want you to start listening to you on this one because you're right. You know how bad this is, yeah. don't you? I do. You do, okay? For you are worth more than this mess. Okay? Thank you. Are you uh, how old are your kids? I have um, a 13 and 14 year old, and my oldest son is 19 and has, is a rising sophomore in college. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's, man, you got, I didn't realize you had minors in the house. Wow. Yeah. You've got to get on top of this ASAP. I'm going to gift you a few things, McDowell. Yeah. yeah we're going to gift it. you Ken Coleman's From Paycheck to Purpose book, along with his Get Clear assessment and his resume templates to help you jumpstart this career and get some income in the door so that you can take care of yourself. So sorry for what you're going through. I want you to get a friend or two. Tell them everything that's going on because you're going to need some people to walk alongside you as you enter into what's going to be a really tough season moving forward. There will be light on the back end of this thing. We'll walk alongside you. Give us a call if we can help.
in the lobby of Ramsey, Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Glenn and Rachel are here, and I'm just assuming that y'all aren't two folks who just wandered up and grabbed a couple of headsets, but you're here because you paid off everything. We did. We did. What'd you pay off? Our house. Your house? And, and school debt. Oh my goodness. Not in that order, but yes. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> That's incredible. What's the amount? How much? Uh, 159000 in exactly five years, turns out. 159000 in five years. And where where you live? Uh, just south of Atlanta, a town called Sonoya, Georgia. ATO. And Dude, what was, what was your cool. range of income during that time? Uh, 80 to about 120 or so. Nice. Um, over that five-year time frame. What do you guys do for a living? Um, I am a... Human uh, human resources management. Consultant. <laughs> it's like, Hard to explain. I, I'm a human. <laughs> I'm a human. Uh, that is management true. Consultant for HR. And cool. uh, I used to work before we had kids, and then once our oldest was born, I I stay home now with all three of them. Oh, that's Very awesome! Cool. Yeah, party. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> exactly. All <laughs> those, right. So, what in the world happened five years ago? We may be looking at them, right? What happened five years ago that said we're going to get done with all this stuff? Uh, yeah, for me. Um, so our middle middle kid, uh, Cal, um, was born about three and a half months early. Rachel was 24 weeks pregnant when he was born and, um, 50, 50 chance of survival immediately sent to the NICU. Um, my, my experience taking her to the hospital, um, sitting down, hearing the doctor give us that update that, Hey, baby's coming. There's nothing we can do to stop it. And here's the, here's the situation. Um, my first thought, first thing that went into my mind was, oh my gosh, how much is this going to cost me? And my second thought was, how dare that be your first thought? Mm-hmm. Um, seeing, you know, and, and thinking and reflecting now how scared Rachel must have been, um, how scared I was. Um, and that, and my first thought being, you know, I'm in grad school now, um, feels like we're paycheck to paycheck every time, but not, we weren't exactly, but it felt that way, you know, um, and I uh, wanted, that was my moment that we weren't going to be there ever again, uh, that, that, that we would, anything from there would be a financial inconvenience at best for us. Um, so that was my, I don't know if you had a, a separate thought or moment, yeah, but we, that was we it We both got on the same page just about then. Mm-hmm. Pretty wow. quick. That's a scary, scary moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been doing this for five long years through, I, um, <laughs> three of which have been just a dumpster fire, right? How have y'all kept this thing going through that chaos? Plus, by the way, just throw th- three little ones into the mix, right? Right. Um, we definitely made it a point to reward ourselves at certain points. We had a pie chart posted on our garage door. We saw it every single day. It was this big green pie chart started with our uh, school debt or his school debt and then our, our house debt. <laughs> Hold and on. Our school debt, I mean his school debt. <laughs> we, we both graduated with no debt, which we were really proud of and then had to go into it a little bit for grad school, gotcha. which was fine. Yeah. But yeah, we that was a good motivator on our door to sc- color in the little slivers, but we rewarded ourselves with trips and special things because we made it a point not to spend and to say no, which was really hard for me at first. Wow. So what made you guys go, we're going to pay off the student loan debt, but then go straight into the mortgage and keep plowing through? Uh, so the the student loan debt we got through quicker than we expected by by, by several months. Um, it was about 30, 38 or 39,000 of that in total was student debt. Um, I changed jobs during that time. With that came some unexpected PTO payout, a signing bonus, and things of that sort that come with changing jobs. And we, um, it was tempting to enjoy that at that point, but that took our... Uh, immediately really cut the student loan debt portion of our debt journey in half. 
Wow. Um, so we, we saw, we kind of started to gain that traction. Um, seemed to be a little easier than we thought it would be at first. Um, built up the emergency fund with the rest of that and decided that we had already been doing a little bit of the extra payments here and there on the house. Um, kind of taking that 30-year mortgage down to a 25-year to a 20-year on the amortization schedule. And I'm an Excel nerd, so I was all about that kind of stuff. Um, we shave off another five years if exactly, we've got an extra yeah. 75. That was yeah. the fun part. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> when I showed that to her, we kind of went through the the nerdy Excel stuff and said, if we do this, this is what we save. This is what we're not giving back to a bank and in interest. And, you know, by our 10 year anniversary, which is coming up, coming up in October, we, we can do this and this can be a very real thing for us. Um, it's incredible. And, uh, once we got that traction, it was, it was game on. Wow. And so usually a couple has a spreadsheet nerd and the other person's like, yeah, that's cool. But what if we just had joy and laughter in our lives? Could we have some of that too? How'd you balance? That's a good question. question. I just kind of got on board and made sure that we had fun in the process. And, <laughs> and he was he was fine with that. I felt like we balanced each other really well because I'm, even though I didn't spend a lot, I definitely was more of the, the spender. Yeah, I think I, um, we had a, so on our pie chart, we sectioned off every, because the mortgage was about 120000 exactly of that debt. So every $20,000, we made it a point to count that as a milestone and do some kind of small celebration. Um, wasn't so small, but we, we hiked Mount Kilimanjaro a couple of years ago. We took some took a, a pause from our journey to go save up a little bit and go do that. Wow! Uh, Gosh, took, if that's a yeah, if that's a small victory, what's that a, was our that, big, that was a pretty big, big one. one. Yeah, <laughs> that put us <laughs> back a little bit, but it was worth it. <laughs> um, and then we took them to Disney World one year, Legoland amidst COVID. Um, so you kind of took your time getting there on the back end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we we definitely let off the gas for steps four, five, six, and yeah. made sure to enjoy the time. That's awesome. So what's the house worth? Uh, now, right uh, now with the crazy, crazy prices, uh, three, three, somewhere between 300 and three thirty. A lot more than we paid for it. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's all, <laughs> it's yours. all yours. Yeah, absolutely. What is your, like, if you look back, what's the, the, the one that you're willing to share with, with, um, a couple million people, uh, what was your biggest fight? What was your best brawl that you had over this I, journey? I tend not to take cues very well, so I'm going to let you. Yeah, he, sure, I have one. to be very specific with him. One thing that just comes to mind, and this really was the only one, he bought a gun without without my asking for it because we are so good about talking about purchases, even little tiny purchases, going out mm -hmm. to lunch. So um, buying a shotgun, that was that was a hard that was a hard one. Yeah, the typical grocery budget came up. That happens with everybody. I think that that is on the show at some point or another. Uh, but we typically managed through that that one pretty well. But that was probably our most recurring is, you know. Kids want snacks, so um, gotta have it. <laughs> so before we before we do the countdown here, um, Glenn, I just want to tell you something, okay? Sure. This this whole exchange we're having, and if you're listening to this on a podcast, I'm looking directly at him through this this glass inside a studio, and we can see each other, and it looks like we are yelling at each other, but we're really just talking, right? The whole time we have talked, you've been looking at us directly and smiling, except for one time when your eyes went to the floor when you remembered that first thought you had when you got scared. When you walk off this debt-free stage today, that stays here. Is that fair? Absolutely. No more living in shame. You've changed the life trajectory of those three little boys. You've changed the life trajectory you and your wife have of your entire family tree. And they're going to go to school differently because of this. They're going to have all different kinds of experiences because of the work you put in. And we're going to let that thing go. Is that cool? Oh, Absolutely. Certainly. All right, 
Good. We're going to set that thing down. All right. So we got Glenn and Rachel. You want to bring the the young ones up? Uh, Yeah. We've got G and Cal coming with Phoenix. She... uh, She's asleep, so we're going to leave her That's asleep. That's a wow. we, well, we we're about a to wake her home. up with this scream. <laughs> so, so. Sorry in advance. Yeah, and this has been one of our biggest cheerleaders right here. Oh, oh very cool. Yeah. Is that Glenn? Kids. Is, is Glenn the third? Glenn and Cal? Good to see And Cal. And who's that? Who's that, that? Is that a dog bear? Oh, it's, uh, it's a dog. <laughs> it's his little sister's pet dog he's taking care of. You're representing sweet. her. Way Represent. to go. Representing Phoenix. Let's All do All right. It. From Atlanta, Georgia, we got Glenn and Rachel with little Glenn and Cal and Phoenix somewhere sleeping, but represented in the form of a stuffed animal. <laughs> Paid off $159,000, including the house, in five years, completely debt-free. Count it down. Three, Three two, two, one. one. We're debt-free! Got to use their outdoor voice indoors. That's a good day, John. That feels good. That is a feels good, good day. Feels good. Feels good. We love to see it. All of it, including the house. That's how it's done, America. One step at a time. You can do it. This is the Ramsey Show, 888 Let's go out to Beth in Cedar Rapids. What's up, Beth? Good. How are you guys? Fantastic. What's up? Um, so I have a bit of a situation. I'm hoping you guys can give us some advice. My husband and I, we are moving to a new state, and we're finding that we might have trouble getting a mortgage for a new house. Basically, according to our mortgage provider, we might have to find a house and close on a tight um, timeline or risk having to use like a subpar loan or raise our credit score somehow to qualify. And um, we just need some advice and I can give you more details if that helps. Okay, so you sold the house and you have net proceeds and you're about to buy another house? Yep. Okay. And you're saying, what's the deal with your credit score? Um, we, we don't have one. We don't have any debt other than a, like 17000 that was left on our mortgage. Um, we're going to net about $20,000 on the sale of the house. So um, you do have a credit score if you had a mortgage. Yeah, you're good. It doesn't yep. go away overnight. Hey, yeah, they're and, just saying like they don't know how fast it will go away. How long has it been? Um, and since we were, um, how long has what been? Since you sold the house. We we. We went under contract on Friday. It will close in oh, one month. Well, the credit score is going to stick around for another six, seven months at least. There are folks fear-mongering okay. you. Yeah, take yeah, a I deep breath. I just went through this process <laughs> because we we had paid okay. off ours. So I would not worry about that. You're going to have a credit score, and it's not going to take a giant dive or anything just because you sold your house. Okay. Where are you moving? Yeah, they were just making it um, to Arkansas, Fayetteville area. Yeah, represent. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that's where my wife went. So that's that's all. the first time in human history someone has represented from. Hey, so, call them hogs, John. <laughs> all right, Beth. Um, 
Here's my recommendation to 99.9% of the folks who are moving state to state. I did this when mm-hmm. I moved from Texas to Tennessee. I recommend it to everybody. Do not buy a house. Go rent a house okay. for six months or a year. And I know, I know it's a pain to move twice. It's the worst. I know if you got kids, it's even double and triple worse. But it's not as bad as rushing and buying a home in a neighborhood that you wish you hadn't have bought or you think it's close to work, but now there's a school that whatever, or they're adding a road, it's going to be under construction. You just don't know. And so I want you to go there and in peace because you're going to have enough dealing with a new community and a new job and new schools and all that stuff. Do that and not have to worry about, did we make a terrible mistake with where we bought our house? Okay. Is that cool? You don't have to do that. I would do that. Go ahead. Could I potentially throw a wrench in this situation? Um, You can do whatever you want. Did you already buy one? Please say yes. Please say yes. No, we didn't didn't buy a house, but we were going to live with my husband's family lives down there, and they were going to let us live with them for free. And we're already pretty familiar with the area since they they live there, so we, we know the area fairly well okay okay I that put you in the point one percent i was talking through. about yeah okay yeah are so, you are you gonna live with them for 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 the while yeah they they said that they would let us live with them for you know a few, few months if we needed to until you find a place for yourselves okay yep so yep. on the mortgage side if you have a credit score because of the old mortgage it's fine I would. You don't need to go okay. raise it. You don't need to go into debt. Just carry on. Find a house. You're going to be fine. You're going to have a, a fine score if you paid your mortgage on time every month. If you don't have a yep. score, which I know you will, but if for some reason you didn't, you can still get a mortgage without a credit score through a no-score loan or manual underwriting. So when you say they told okay. me, they told me, who's they? Churchill Mortgage. And okay. they, what do they say exactly? Um, basically they said, if we don't close, you know, potentially within four to six weeks on a house, um, go under contract, you know, there's the risk of our credit score plummeting to the, the range where we wouldn't qualify for a loan and we'd maybe have to wait until it goes to zero or try to rent and, and go through the manual underwriting process. And I just, just haven't seen it plummet. What, what would happen is it would just okay. disappear, but it's not going to go down. There's no zero credit score technically. It just becomes indeterminable. Mm-hmm. The lowest credit score you okay. can have is like a 300. And so it's not going okay. to plummet. I think who you talk to may have been misinformed about credit scores. But in my experience, that has not been the case. Um, so you're going to be fine. Uh, and if you have any issues, okay. you call us back and we'll walk you through it. We can get in touch with Churchill and navigate this. But you guys are going to be just fine. Yeah, and it, it it may be something where the – I'm trying to think, man, that where the mortgage person says, all right, here's the deal in the next four to six weeks – if you don't do this, then you're going to start this process here and in the transition or in the panic of buying a house, selling a house, all this, we're going to move states. It sounds like it's an end of times thing. Um, I've just never heard anybody. Yeah, unless you have other type of debt and you're mismanaging that and not making payments. But if you just had the mortgage and you sold the house and you're, you're not touching any other debt, yeah. the credit score is going to stay pretty much where it's at for a while. So I've never seen it just plummet because you sold a house. In fact, again, I didn't even check it, but when I moved from Texas and sold my house and came here, I rented had I rented for two and a half years before I bought a house. Had zero problem with it, right? And so, and I did a conventional fifteen, so I I, I didn't have any problems. So I, I don't know what I'm missing here, George. But, yeah, I think she's gonna be fine. Um, here's something I'm not missing, and this is not a bit or anything. This is me being honest. I've told you about off air about I've told on air about my addiction to. Jelly beans and gummy, oh, yeah. gummy candy. And when I look out in the audience, 
there's some representatives from Jelly Belly out there. Oh man, how cruel! I and know you admitted, John. Like it was a confessional booth that you pounded some. Confession. You pounded this some morning. jelly beans after a workout this morning. After I, I are you okay? I'm, I'm I'm great now. Yeah, I was just leaving the house, and I thought before I leave, I circled back and. I did have some jelly I beans. I didn't work out, but I also didn't eat jelly beans. So I'm pretty sure we're on the same we just, wavelength we just now. Knew, we just netted out. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I not- did encourage them to have a new flavor called Debt Freedom. And so if you guys see that happen, know it was because of me. I'm going to give that a 0% chance it gets through. But imagine being able to say, what does that taste like? Debt Freedom. <laughs> That's a cool line. <laughs> Worth it. I prefer like raspberry or fruit flavors or whatever. But anyway. All right, let's fine. go to Jeremy in Midland right quick. We're running up against the clock. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, I appreciate you taking my call. You got it, my man. uh, I recently bought the uh, Total Money Makeover book and uh, read it last week. And I just have a question. Uh, I believe I've made it through baby step one, and I have uh, a $7,000 savings account. Now that I'm at baby step two, I have a question. I have two cars. uh, Total payoff balance on those will be about $61,148. I have a uh, trading account that I use personally. It has about $99,035.12 in it. Uh, on that trading account money, I probably generate about two to 3000 a month uh, in just uh, after-tax profit. So I was wondering, should I take money out of that account and pay those loans off? Or should I uh, use the money off of that trading account just to uh, debt snowball that? Cash it out, absolutely, and pay off those cars. What's your income? Okay. Household? Uh, uh, I'm sole provider, so 183000 Okay. How much? What's your total debt? Uh, let's see. I have house total payoff is uh, $343,189. Before the house, uh, anything other than the house? You got the two cars? No, just house and two cars, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm cashing the trading account out and paying off the cars today. I got you. All it's right. that simple. Yeah, I guess I was feeling like that trading account was almost like a second job where I could generate income off of it. So that's kind of why I was apprehensive about cashing it out. But you see how you're earning money on one side, but you're paying it out in interest on the other? Yeah. So it feels yeah, like you're getting ahead, thing. but you're really not? Yes, sir. You're going to feel like you're getting ahead when you get your real paycheck and it you don't send it to anybody else but you. Yes, sir. Then it feels real, real good. But congratulations, man. Yes, All right. So you're well, going to be debt-free before the day's over. It's a good plan. And, and have his fully funded emergency fund. Yeah. Have he a, cashes that thing out. And now we're taking $180,000 and we're going to pay your house off in two and a half years and be done. That beats day trading any day. All day. That's, That's a good return. That's the kind of freedom I need in my life, John. Very cool. Day trading just sounds stressful to me. I'm just not it's smart It's like going enough. to Vegas every day. I'm not smart enough. Yeah, that guy's smart for sure. To, to challenge AI That's why computers we sit behind this desk, John, and <laughs> we're not right. sitting there on the computer. And offer free advice. Trading. <laughs> That's what we do. Hey, this is The Ramsey Show. Thanks for joining us. That's another hour in the books. We'll be back soon. Stay with us. Love a good Dave rant? Want to see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from the Ramsey Show on YouTube.
Go watch and subscribe to The Ramsey Show channel on YouTube. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out other great podcasts from The Ramsey Network, like The Ken Coleman Show. Are you doing what you were born to do? I'm Ken Coleman, host of The Ken Coleman Show, where I give you practical advice to help you discover your purpose and then map out a plan to get you there. From accounting to advertising, from plumbing to production, you were created to fill a unique role, and the world needs what you have to offer. Join me on The Ken Coleman Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.